Hey y'all, so you're back, or you're new, to this next episode of Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy. I am happy you're here listening with me. Um, it's Tuesday, May 19th, and it is week 374,052 of quarantine. Um, we're still in it, still in the trench, still making it through it, which is a good thing. So I'm happy we're at least making it this far. Um, if you want to get, connect with the podcast or just reach out to me, feel free to do so on all of the social medias. Um, just look for Lifestyle of Gay Black Boy or AJ Vandertown, whichever one you're looking for. You'll find me and feel free to reach out to me. I take DMs. Um, I'm learning how to respond to DMs a lot faster than I had been originally. Also on Twitter, send me a message on there. Feel free to do so. Or you can email me at lifestylegbb at gmail.com. And I can keep you anonymous if you'd like to be anonymous. Or I can get you all the smoke. Say your name and everything you had to say out there to the world. Um, since we are on this week of quarantine, and it's May 19th, you know what? <clears throat> you can use 19 curse words towards me in a message, whether you want to curse me out 19 different ways. And I'll keep reading. Um, but after the 19th curse word, I'm done. So I'm not going to read anymore. But that's all I've got for you. Um, so today, I wanted to talk about seasons. Not like Lowry's, not salt and pepper, not like Rasta seasoning, which is so damn good. But I want to talk about being in your season. Um, you know, of course, we're all on quarantine. We're all either stuck in our homes or going outside being essential and there's been all this just corona talk I mean of course it's something big that's happening right now but don't forget about who you are and where you are in your life and knowing your season when your seasons come maybe your season's on its way it's something that I don't think I personally take into account on a daily basis when I'm going through my life and then I also think it's something that I completely make an effort to not notice because then I'm fearing that it's going to affect what's happening but first being in your season what's your season your season is that moment in your life where it seems like everything's starting to come together where a lot of the shit that you've done or that you paid for that you've worked hard or all the troubles you faced it actually seems like there's a purpose to all of it. Um, example of it, when you think of your season, just think about, you know, maybe you went on a date. And when you went on this date, it was the summer, you went to a drive-in movie theater, and let's say the person you were on the date with, they had car trouble, um, flat tire. Now at that time, neither of you knew how to change tire. So since you didn't know how to change a tire, you had to sit there and wait for hours on hours on hours. And boom, then somebody comes, tow truck driver, they change the tire in like five minutes. And you're like, well, what the fuck were we waiting hours for when they could have done this in minutes? Why couldn't we do that? So then you learn how to change the tire, but then you never get another flat tire. So when you all of a sudden you're entering your season, Let's say you just bought a brand new car and then boom, you got a flat tire that you were not prepared for in any way, shape or form. 
but instead of calling a tow truck and waiting hours for that tire to be changed, you just hop out the car, open up the trunk, loosen the hubcaps, raise that bitch up, snatch that tire off, and put the new one on. You're in your season. You just tackled something that maybe you weren't necessarily prepared to encounter, but because you've had that experience of the trauma of having to sit there for hours and make small talk with somebody that you do not have any interest in whatsoever, and there's no other way to leave because the one car and one vehicle to get you out of there is kind of fucked up, and you don't want to be a dick and order an Uber and leave them out there by themselves because it wasn't necessarily a bad date. It just wasn't a date you were feeling. Um, I'm not speaking from experience. <laughs> but uh, that it could be a sign that you're in your season. Your season is that moment where everything that you've gone through in life really starts to become full circle. You know, the trauma of not knowing how to change a tire to the next moment of, hey, life is looking up for me. I've got my own car and I know how to change the tire when this bitch gets flat. Um, it's something that's so interesting and it's nice and it's something that I've learned that's come with maturity um, that I didn't expect to come across or I can even say encounter at this point in my life. Um, just hitting into now my early 30s, it's different. Not thinking about things the way that I used to think about them. So I had a moment the other day where I was sitting down and I was enjoying a tasty little blunt. Um, it was full of white cherry gelato. Um, the girls in California, y'all making this weed, y'all are doing a great job. It is definitely satisfying its purpose. But um, there was a moment I was thinking about and I don't even know why I started to think about it. It was just one of those moments where you're sitting alone in your house and playing Animal Crossing for 14 hours, and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, let me think about my life here for a minute. Um, but it was actually a good thought, and I was going back over a lot of the situations from my life. A lot of moments where it seemed like I was just roughing it or going through the bad, because that's all that there was. There was only bad. And you know what? That was a part of my season as well. That was a part of my season to get me prepared for the greatness that was going to come later. And as I was thinking about those situations, I didn't, well, let me talk about it this way. In the past, I would have gotten angry. I would have gotten upset. I would have wanted revenge against every single person who wronged me in all of the moments that I was thinking about. And it would just take me to a very angry and hateful place this time thinking about this I wasn't angry and I wasn't hateful I was actually happy um I remember saying to myself I was like you know what these situations you built some armor from these you put on some armor on your body like you're a Spartan warrior because you had to learn to get past this work through it and make it happen for yourself um and you know what? All of that is kind of coming full circle at this moment in my life where I feel like I'm entering my season. And when I say I'm entering my season, all those moments where I used to get angry and I would say, why the fuck am I going through this? I don't do shit to anybody. It was preparing me for the moments when I have the ability to grow and glow 
and not get sidetracked by the drama or the bad things that could come. Um, another thing that I like to think of when I think about these scenarios is I built up the experience. Let's say we are, ooh, for my Pokemon fanatics out there, you're a Pokemon trainer. And you know what? You've got some shit you got to go through before you can get to the Pokemon League. You've got to go and you got to collect eight badges. You got to collect eight badges after you beat eight gym leaders and go through all these trials and shit that they put you through. You know, you're going to get your making it through childhood badge. You're going to get your learning that glitter doesn't come off of skin easily badge. You're going to get your badge that says, hey girl, condoms are a thing. Um, you know, you might want to look into those. <laughs> you get, <laughs> you're going to get your badge of, oh, emergency. I have to figure out what I'm going to do. I have no money. You get your struggle badge. That's what we're going to call that one, the struggle badge. Um, you're going to get your badge that's like responsibility check. You can't keep showing up to work late. So you know what that is? That's the accountability badge. Because, bitch, if you don't keep this job, you won't have a place to live. So you keep gathering all these things through your life. You're gathering all these badges. Um, you might even get the cute little fuckboy badge. If you get a fuckboy badge, I'm not mad at you. That just means you are going to have to pay for that badge later on in life. But all those badges are proof that you have gone through these trials. And now you're at the final point where you can enter where you're not going through the trials anymore. You're just building the path. That's the Pokemon League. You get to the very end of the game. You're at the Pokemon League and you're like, okay, bitch, I'm ready to take all you hoes on. That is that moment that's full circle and you have now entered your season. You know, a couple of signs that you're entering your season that I want to talk about is one, you have a new muse. Um, if you're not sure what a muse is, the muse is your motivation to be doing something. You know, this podcast has become my muse. In a way, it's good for my mental health. And then at the same time, it's a creative endeavor I wanted to take on and make it something beautiful. In the past, I had music as my muse, playing piano and clarinet and flute, doing that for 20 years and then just going with it still. It's still my muse, but now I have a new muse, which is my podcast. Um, being connected with the universe and its signs is another indicator that you have entered your season. Um, you know, a lot of times, I sure everybody does it. I know I do it all of the time. But it's easy to put on your blinders and not look at what the universe is giving you or presenting in front of you. It's very, very easy to do that. Um, I have to say I'm quite the professional at it when I put on a pair of headphones, sunglasses, and now my mask, uh, you know, it's just so much easier just to ignore the world. But when you start paying attention to those signs, and you know, I'm gonna use one specific sign for myself. I love Hot Pockets. I love Hot Pockets, they are amazing, they are delicious. They are a pocket of hot goodness. I mean, the only other pocket of hot goodness that I can think of belongs to Bottoms and 
people who take receptive sex. <laughs> I can't think of any other hot pocket that I just really would love in my life. Um, but I, every time I go to the store, I forget to get hot, hot fucking pockets. I never go get them because I'm not thinking about them. I would tune out all these signs of, hey, there's a commercial on for Hot Pockets, Andrew, add it to your shopping list. You walk into the kitchen, you're like, oh, a Hot Pocket would be great. Add it to your shopping list, Andrew. The universe is giving me these signs, and yes, this is a very superficial um, example, but it's giving me all these signs that I want fucking Hot Pockets. You keep reminding me that Hot Pockets are a thing, but I'm not picking up on it and saying, hey, Put this on your shopping list so the next time you go into Piggly Wiggly, you can get a damn hot pocket. I haven't been in a Piggly Wiggly in years, so I don't know why I brought that up as an example. But you know what? We're just going to go with it. Um, but pay attention to those signs. Some of them can be signs that maybe you weren't prepared to pick up on. And, you know, I take one of those signs as friendship signs. Um, the universe has a way of showing us what's good for us in our lives and what's bad for us in our lives. What's going to contribute positivity and what's going to contribute negativity to us in our lives. I had to recently come into that one myself. You know, the universe kept giving me signs of every time I let a specific person in my life, bad things always started to happen. So it could be something as little as, hey, sure, I don't mind helping you out here. And then all of a sudden I notice I don't have money for my essentials. Hey, you can come and spend time with me here. And then it turns into me hating my own apartment. It, the universe was giving me the signs that I needed. And I just wasn't paying attention to those signs. You know, when you're living in a place and your power has never gone out because you've never overloaded the circuit, but then it happens seven times in two days, and it's because you've allowed this new energy into your space, that's a sign from the universe. Having to give myself a pep talk to get out of my bed to go into my living room because it's no longer just my space, that's another sign from the universe. You know, one sign that just I did not ever pay attention to and the universe was telling me, hey, red flag, red flag here. My ability to sustain my basic life was becoming jeopardized. To be able to just maintain that basic non-stressed attitude when I came home from work. To be able to maintain chicken wings. If I want to eat fucking chicken wings every week, I could. I can't do it anymore. Well, I'm going to come to that in a little bit. We'll talk about the chicken wings. Um, but just not being able to function the way that I knew I could function and I had capacity to function because one person changed that entire energy. It was a sign from the universe to tell me, girl, clear your space. Hit some sage all around your house because there is negativity here and it's affecting you on so many other fronts that have nothing to do with what you're doing in your own life. Um, and that kind of ties me into another thing that can point out that you're in your season is that you become in touch with your emotions. Emotional intelligence is a very important thing 
and Danny, my co-host of Yo That's Gay, if he happens to listen to this, he's going to hear the term emotional intelligence and probably be prepared to throw a whole apple pie in my face. Like apple pie, fresh out of the oven, with unground cinnamon in it. So that way it burns my eyes. But um, emotional intelligence is something that comes to play when you're entering your season and when you're in your season. I don't know what it is if it's an astrological thing, but I've noticed in moments where I am attaining success, building, thriving, glowing up, I am definitely far more in tune with my emotions. I know what's going to take me out of this positive space of wanting to work and get things done, and I immediately know how to get it out of my life. I know when to tell my friends and my family, hey, I just need some time alone. I'm not prepared for all of our energy together. Or, hey, I just need to sit in my apartment by myself just for a little bit. I need to just process and analyze all of the happiness that I'm feeling and all these other emotions that are coming behind me having happiness. Um, and that's, that is normal for everybody. Please don't feel like you're out the blue or alone when you're having a lot of success or growth and you feel negative about it. That's a human emotion and it's important to acknowledge it and talk about it, experience it, and understand it, that you're not wrong for feeling that way. Um, but I just noticed I, even now, becoming more in touch with my emotions, knowing what my limits are, knowing that, okay, maybe you want to come and talk to me about a situation that's happening in your personal life, but right now my personal life is also at the forefront of my mind and I don't have the energy for both. It's not that I'm not here to support you, it's just that I know that I have to do it in a space where I can healthily support you and myself. Um, just being in touch with, and Marco and I talk about this all the time, hey, it was great seeing you and seeing all my friends this weekend, but you know what? I need to have a day or a few to myself without other people here. And knowing that that's not in a disrespectful manner towards him or anybody else, but just knowing that that is something to make sure that our friendship and the space that we're in stays that positive and nurturing and amazing space that we're in. When you are in your season, oh my gosh, it just comes comes through, it comes through. Um, now, being your season also means that you're going to have to make some tough choices. And uh, it's hard. There are going to be tough choices that you're going to make. Just know that it's going to work out. It will work out once you make these tough choices. Tough choices don't always end lives. Um, but you're going to have some tough choices, whether this is you pursuing a project, being in the season of your growing that you're in. One tough choice I'm presenting to myself right now. I love my apartment. I love my space. I've lived here for three years now, and it's a great apartment. But I think I want to move. I like it here a lot. I cannot stand my upstairs neighbor. I swear, y'all, she was churning fucking butter this morning. This bitch was churning butter. If you do not know what churning butter is, 
Google churning fucking butter. Oh my god. Terrible. But I swear she was up there churning butter or she was like prepping a hot air balloon for flight or something. This bitch was ridiculous this morning. She's making my tough choice easier. <laughs> now, I, the reason why this is a tough choice for me, I love my area where I live. I love the building. I love the layout of my apartment and my super high ceilings. I love those great things about it. But one, I'm getting tired of the bitch upstairs. Two, I'm quite frankly tired of being in an apartment building. I think I want to have my own space and own my own property. It's a tough choice for me because there are all these benefits and I know that once I give up this place, I probably won't be living in the same neighborhood-ish, maybe a few streets away or a few blocks away or maybe in another section of the city where I am, but it's going to be worth it. I know that I'm going to have a space that I can own. I can have a dog finally and I won't have a bitch living upstairs above me. So, those are going to be some great things, but there's going to be tough choices that come. When you're in your season, and your season is your season of growth and becoming more of the person you are grooming yourself to be, there's going to be people that you're going to have to weed out of your life. Those are going to be tough choices. There are friends that I've had for quite some time who I've decided are not the friends that I'm going to take with me into this new season of my life. Um, I know that they were great people and that we had great times, but we're at different points in our life. And that's a part of the course of friendship. Different portions in our life. And I wish them nothing but the best, but they won't be coming into this season with me. Um, there's choices that you're going to have to make as far as foods. You know, y'all, I'm a foodie, but in this new season of my life, I'm going back to 100% plant-based vegan diet. I never felt better when I was in that space of being vegan, and I love my chicken wings every week, but I gotta give girls up. I can't say I'm gonna find an alternative to fried chicken wings, um, because it's just something you can't. You can't process in other needs. You just can't. Um, but I'm willing to give it up. I'm giving it up because I'm looking at my season and getting to where I want to be. Um, which is another thing that is great when you're in your season. Because while you're growing and while you're developing more, you're making these tough choices know that your responsibilities are going to start to build up. They're going to get filled up. Your responsibilities of things you have to pay for, things you have to take care of, things you have to do, deadlines, other projects, looking for houses, all these things that can come with your season, they're going to feel like they can get overwhelming at some point. I have my moments where I literally just have turn off every device that I have that somebody can contact me through and just smoke a blunt and throw on Animal Crossing so that way nobody can bother me. I'm on my own little secluded island in Animal Crossing and at this moment in my life when everything is just built up, I need a break. 
Now, when you do that, it's a good thing to take that break from piling up on the responsibilities and reflect about what's going on and what took you to this point. It comes back to that moment of when you're in your season and you are becoming more in touch with your emotions. It's great to take the moment and step away, but when you take that moment and step away outside of the things you do to turn your mind off, it is important to take the moment before you go back to reality and understand why you had to step away. What can you do to help facilitate these emotions? And once you start facilitating the emotions, go back and try it again. It gets easier each time. The first step is the hardest. I can speak from experience. It is very hard to take that moment and analyze why you were overwhelmed because then you're really getting down to the nitty gritty of what is the real issue here and what's making me run. Um, another thing that happens in your season, it's going to sound weird, is but you can go back and forth on being incredibly certain to being completely unconfident in a situation. You can be like a nervous Nelly and a confident Kathy all at the same time. Um, it's very easy to get into that space and there's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Because in your season, all these things are starting to work in your favor. But before that, nothing was really working for you, or at least nothing that you acknowledged was really getting you to where you wanted to be before you got into your season. You were kind of hibernating possibly, or maybe you were in somebody else's season and you weren't really focusing on your season. All of these things are fine. There's nothing wrong with that. But because you haven't been in your season in maybe some time, you're gonna be uneasy. You're gonna be like, well, this isn't gonna work out because all these things haven't worked out in the past. But because you're in your season, it's gonna work out. Your season is not only your physical, but also your metaphysical world around you. So there's all these prosperous factors that are being fed to you by the universe. And you just have to be able to accept them and say, hey, I didn't think I could cut this brick in half with a pair of scissors, but I did it. Um, that's not a real thing, just so everybody knows that. But it's things that can happen. And then you also start to prepare yourself for the lessons that are ahead. Um, when you prepare yourself for the lessons that are ahead, you're not predicting the future, but you're also not dwelling in the past. What you're doing is you're taking the moment and you're preparing that there is a consequence or a reverse action to all these great things that are happening for me. Um, you know, the old law, I think it's Newton's law, is that every action has an equal and opposite reaction. That's the same thing when you're in your season, that's the same thing when you're making these decisions, when you're growing, you're getting all these things done. Not every reaction is gonna be bad just because you did something positive, but know that there is going to be some kind of reaction to whatever choice, decision, blow up, come up, season you're in. There is going to be something. And it's meant to be prepared for. This season, just like you did all those things that hurt you or maybe all those things that built your armor to get you to your season, your season itself is another form of armor and weaponry for you to know that when these bad things happen or maybe when your season's over and things get a little down or a little dry or a little thirsty 
that you had this great momentum in time and now you can just keep living to get to that next momentum. Um, and you know what, that takes me to my last point of when you're in your season. You tell yourself it's going to be okay. When you're in your season, bad shit can still happen to you. Arguments, friendships could end, relationships can end, all these things can still happen. But one of the best parts about being in your season is that you know that you are going to be okay. And it's a feeling of self-assurance that you have. It's almost like for my bottom girls out there, when you know you got that deep, clean, you fleeted for the gods, and you don't have to squinch or scrunch or worry about doing a chocolate check while he is going to town, that's how it feels when you tell yourself it's going to be okay and you know it. Um, you know what? We're going to stop there. <laughs> um, if you guys got to go flee, go flee so you know what the feeling is that I'm talking about. Um, but we're going to come back and I will talk to you in a bit. Hey, y'all. So I'm back. Um, and we're going to go forward on some things. So I hope you enjoyed the portion about being your season. Um, just to sum it up, your season is coming if you're not in it. If you're already in it, enjoy your season. And just keep building and prospering. We're in a very tumultuous and scary time right now in our country. Coronavirus has brought the girls to their knees. People are even afraid to eat butt anymore. Like they're like, if I toss salad, I could get corona. Which is a possibility because corona is transferred through fecal matter as well. So, you know, eating butt can be a little dangerous right now. It's just my PSA. Um, but outside of all of the things that are happening right now in the world, all the scary shit that's going on, you can still be in your season. Um, even for the people, and I'm speaking of the not knowing what it is to be unemployed during this time right now, hopefully this can turn into something humongously beneficial for every person who's out there. Maybe a chance at a new career, maybe a chance at a new beginning once the world opens back up. Know that you are not alone and I will continue looking for resources and when I find them I will post them on the socials to help anybody out there who's in a situation maybe you need extra help. Um, just be safe. So what I do want to transition to now is a little couple of things that were in the news that I saw that I just thought um, was slightly hilarious. So first of all, uh, at the White House, where it is currently being rented by an individual who thinks he is presidential, uh, there have been more and more people popping up positive for the coronavirus. It is um, definitely one of those situations where I don't want to jump around and say that I'm happy about it, but maybe this will help the individuals inside of the White House understand just how important it is to get rid of coronavirus completely and protect Americans 100%. Um, your president, if you happen to call this individual that, has started taking hydroxychloroquine and zinc as preventative measures of con the coronavirus because 
More staffers, including people who were serving his meals, have tested positive for the coronavirus. Now, I work in an industry where we prescribe prescriptions, um, typically called PrEP, to prevent the contraction of HIV positive, I'm sorry, of HIV in people who are HIV negative. Uh, and then we also do prevention by other methods and also treatment of HIV. These drugs have been tested for years, decades, and they're doing great things for people. Hydroxychloroquine has not gone through that approval process, which I know it hasn't, and I know that things are being pushed and relaxed because a vaccine and a treatment is needed immediately. But if this is true, and this man is just taking this medication, I don't know how it's gonna turn out, I am not hoping for death or any adverse side effects, but maybe it'll just make him completely unfit to be president. I mean, he already is unfit, but maybe it'll just increase the psychosis just a little bit to the point where he's running around on the White House lawn naked and doing cartwheels. I know that his followers will say that that's just how you do the Pledge of Allegiance. But for us that are actually educated out here, we know that that's not the Pledge of Allegiance. Um, Who knows what's going to happen with him? My fear is that people are going to see this and people who look up to him are going to say, oh, let me start taking this. And then all of a sudden we have a situation of 28 days later on our hand, we just have this crazy outbreak of all these zombie-infected hydroxychloroquine bitches running around, snatching off people's faces and saying brains. Um, What was the movie with Will Smith? Whatever his movie was. um, Ah, crap, I can't remember the name of it. But there was like some cancer cure that they came out with and then all of a sudden everybody who got this cancer vaccine got turned into bath salt fucking zombies and we're snatching people's faces off um I if that happened in the White House I honestly would be quite happy to see a zombie film in the White House but who knows but aside from that since he started taking his hydroxychloroquine and has been exposed to the coronavirus in multitudes of ways he's also continued his attacks on Barack Obama now I don't know why this man is so obsessed with Barack Obama. I don't know if it's because Barack Obama's hands are like very beautiful, like he has a nice big set of hands. Um, if you've seen Donald Trump's hands, they look like very small, clay, wet uh, hot dogs. Like they just look gross. So maybe it's the hands, or maybe it's the way that his suits just look better on him. You know, like Barack Obama looks like a model in a suit. Donald Trump kind of looks like the penguin from Batman in a suit, which I do also find quite hilarious to see when he's there on the White House lawn and the suit just looks like it's hanging on a barrel. (laughs) Like it's just on a barrel and it's there. Um, It could be his hair, you know, it's, it could be the hair. I don't even have to go into details. It could be the hair. But there is supposed to be a White House portrait unveiling of Barack Obama. Um, it's expected now that this portrait unveiling is not going to happen 
because Donald Trump has accused him of crimes. <sighs> so, I don't know if we're all in the same uh, boat here, if we all are experiencing time in the same realm, but Barack Obama has not been president for a while. So I'm trying to figure out the person who currently holds the title of president is obsessed with them. Like you're obsessed with a man who's no longer in the White House, a man who's no longer making political decisions. I, I just don't understand it. You could literally just go about your business and focus on getting rid of the coronavirus as opposed to talking about Barack Obama. We all want to suck his dick. Like I know you want to suck it the most. It's okay for you to just raise your hand and ask to be at the front of the line when he presents it to the world. I don't think anybody would fault you for that. But to do all this trolling of him just because you want to taste his kids, like, bruh, chill. It makes no sense. Um, but so, when there's a portrait unveiling, it's meant to be a ceremony. It's definitely something that is gone down in history because there's always been presidential portraits of past presidents in the White House. Um, and this would be the first black man who was president to have his portrait hung in the White House. Um, so one of the traditional set pieces of the club is the portrait unveiling um, for everybody who's in the White House or everyone who's held the title of president. Um, and it, it, I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Also, in this unveiling ceremony, there's supposed to be other portraits from other presidents portrayed as well. Um, but who knows? Just to see that one man is so bitter that somebody else has been better than him in pretty much every spectrum of his life. That's what we're relating to. And I hope that we get to some sense of normalcy before we just get into sheer anarchy, which is where things could go. Because I mentioned, I actually donated seven minutes to Donald looks like a dried tampon Trump. I can't believe I did that. But fears that I have behind this and the rationale that I'm putting behind it as well. We have seen that the people who support this man who happens to call himself president go crazy. They have been in front of government buildings with guns, threatening police officers, threatening other civilians, chasing down our innocent black men and children and women and killing them. We've seen what this breeds. Now all of them are going to start taking hydroxychloroquine. If they do and they happen to start dying by the thousands, that's just natural selection and that would be the first thing that the president has done that I'm okay with. But it's so scary to see that this is where people are going. Guns now, they're saying it's un-American to open up everything, to close everything. Um, there's people who are equating this to slavery. Okay, slavery and the social distancing are completely different. 
white people, I understand that some of you want to be able to have the story that you were a slave once. You were not slaves. That is not how history has gone. It's not how history is written. That's not how the coronavirus will be written. You are not a slave. You won't be. Please stop equating social distancing to slavery. And then we also see the complete injustice of the enforcement of social distancing on black people compared to white people. These are all things that are happening while Cheeto Trump, that was a terrible name, Cheeto Trump. <laughs> that was gross. But we're seeing how he's behaving and it's only further increasing all of this delusionment of people standing in front of cops with guns demanding that the earth be open so they can go get their hair cut. But then nobody's really focused on the people who are most affected by this virus. They're still being trampled on and treated as if they're second-class citizens. I don't know where this rant was going, but I hope that the hydroxychloroquine puts an end to it. That's all I hope. Alright, so... Aside from that, um, another thing that I saw in the news that I thought was just, just great, Snowpiercer is becoming a TV show. I don't know if it's out yet. I'm going to see if I can find the first episode if it is. But Snowpiercer is amazing. So Snowpiercer is a, it's a book. Then there was a movie adaptation where Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, Oh my god, daddy just hit me in the face with your shield. Captain America, I will take all of your stars and stripes. Captain America, I will give you a salute you will never forget. <laughs> Captain America, I got you. You can just stars and strike this pussy down. Um, but great movie is what it started off with. And this movie is about the end of civilization and how the only living people left on Earth after a great catastrophe occurs are on this train that I think goes around the entire Earth, honestly, um, on a train track, and it keeps everybody safe. But the train is divided by class. There's the back of the train, which is very, very low class, poor. These people are living in the worst conditions ever. And the closer you get to the front of the train is where the richer people live. And it's all about this mutiny that occurs in the back of the train for people to get to the front of the train and how they see such difference in equality and everything that's been happening this whole time they've been the last people alive on Earth. It's very good. There's going to be a TV show now, and the TV show looks amazing too. So I hope you all get to check it out. It is fantastic. I know that we are like in the throes of the apocalypse right now, and maybe you don't want to watch more apocalypse material, but this is actually a pretty good thing if you're interested in it. Also, other thing I want to talk about, Animal Crossing. I love Animal Crossing, and it's been so great. It's been so good. I'm going to make sure to drop my friend code for my Switch on my socials. Um, feel free to add me on the Switch if you're playing Animal Crossing. I'll let you come visit my island. We 
to exchange gifts. I love to visit your islands. I mean, I'm just starting off really, so I don't have too much, but I would love to keep playing with y'all out there. So I'll make sure to drop that information. Um, aside from that, this is where we're going to end the episode today. It's a rather short one. Um, thank you for listening. And again, I always say it without you listening, this is not possible. So I would appreciate it if you shared commented, rated the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on, and give it to everybody that you love. I hope that y'all have a great week. Uh, We're going to make it through this, and I'll be talking with you in another seven days. Bye.